0: This episode of the Digital Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Inner4, the digital agency based in Wigan and Leeds, which makes your business's digital presence simple. For nearly 20 years, Inner4 has been providing new modern business websites that simply work for their clients' goals, and they could do the same for you. From simple startup websites to complex e-commerce or property websites, Inner4 are experts in the field. Now, full disclosure, I am biased because my full-time job is actually the Digital Marketing Director at Inner4. So once we built your lovely website uh, we can even take care of the digital marketing too however you don't have to take my word for it take a look at our website and you can see and even ask the client themselves about how they feel about working with us and we are pretty confident you won't be disappointed so he- head over to our website inner4.com that's i-n-a number four dot com.
1: This is the Digital Marketing Podcast.
0: Hello and welcome to the Active Resistance Against Bad Digital Marketing. This is the Digital Marketing Podcast and I am DM Punk. This is episode number 24 and today I have Neil Simpson on the show. Uh, And this episode was recorded in November, technically, of 2019. Oh, here we go. Um, What can I say about this show it's, uh, it's a really, really interesting one. And if uh, uh, you are know, interested in marketing and you want to really get in your teeth into marketing or perhaps marketing scares you, which I know a lot of people... Find that, and that is understandable. It's a complex beast, okay. Um, Then there's one person that I personally always recommend, um, and that is my guest on the show today, Mr. Neil Simpson. I'm not going to talk too much about Neil, Um, I want to really let the interview that I've got on the show speak for itself, Um, but. I remember my first introduction to Neil Simpson was a long time ago. I went to a session down at the MMU, um, and we were talking... It was a session about Twitter, I believe, and I didn't go in with very high expectations, but I was blown away, not just by the content of this session, um, but by the personality behind it. And that personality really made it come to life. It made it um, interesting. It made it accessible. And when I saw this man, um, or man-child, <laughs> uh, talk about marketing and trying to put across the message that he was trying to do, um, I realised how how accessible he was and he made you think and he made you ask questions. Um, it wasn't cheap tricks and um, dirty schemes and tactics. It was all about what you are trying to do for the people that you are trying to do it for and breaking it down for that and yeah there were things that there were key takeaways that you could take from them. there were ideas and things where you could go oh i can do this and i can try this but pure and simply he was trying to make you understand what it is um that your audience is looking for and make you think about that And, um, yeah, like I say, I'm not going to go into too much detail uh, about Neil. I I want the interview to do that. But for me, personally, it's been a really interesting week. Um, I have an announcement to make. uh, Essentially, Uh, again, I have been lovingly invited to come down to um, Bracknell next year in October because I'm going to be doing another blog on event. I know many of the listeners are um, prior attendees to blog on. I was there in Bracknell um, earlier on this year and again earlier on this year because there was two this year um, when it was in Manchester and I've done one session in Manchester and that was all about podcasting and that went down really well. I was just there in Bracknell this time to do uh, some podcasting stuff um, as I recorded and spoke to you all and interviewed you all. It's a fantastic time and again I've been asked to speak at the next one next year in in October which is super, super cool Um, and I need your help. To be honest, if you are a blogger and you're listening to this show, then it's really key and essential that I try and find some proper research, some proper data that's actually going to help you. And I tell my reasons behind that. Okay, most of the marketing gumph and um, you know talks and sessions and webinars and whatever the fuck it is. Okay, most of that is absolute bullshit. It's quick schemes, it's quick wins, it's tips, it's tricks. Okay, and do you know what? Ninety percent of them actually don't work they're all complete and utter bullshit and what I want to do is actually dig deep into the data okay I've worked in digital marketing for a long time I take um, I work with a lot of businesses large and small, to try and help them gain more traffic to their website. And what I want to do in order to achieve that, okay, it's not just me knowing some fancy scheme or me having some secret recipe in a box somewhere so that I can always apply it to every single website. It doesn't work like that. What I need to do is a deep dive on some data, some real-life data to find out exactly what's going on. So I need that data to provide you the opportunity to learn more about how you can drive more traffic towards your blog. So if you are interested and you have a blog, and you want to help me find some information and some resources to present back to you at BlogOn in October, then um, I would very much appreciate it. All you need to do is just hit me up on Twitter, okay? You can send me a DM. It's uh, at IamDMPunk, Um, and uh, just message me saying, Hey, I'd like to volunteer with my blog, and I'd be more than happy to take you through the process that I need to be able to achieve that. So, yeah, if you do that, or if you're just interested in the outcome, which is very, very selfish of you, then then, uh, then I do recommend, and I know the tickets are going fast for Blog On 2020 next year. It's in Bracknell. It's in October. I recommend you get your tickets now if you want to watch what I'm going to present. So, that is my announcement. Right now, though, let's go straight into it. This is my interview with the fantastic, the phenomenal, Neil Simpson. I'm here with the legendary, the amazing... Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> so <in> the <laughs> Neil Simpson. Good morning. I keep going, I want to say good afternoon because I usually do these things in the afternoon. Good morning. good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you feeling this fine, wintry morning? Morningy. Morningy. Very morning, morningy. Very morningy. I'm, yeah. I'm renowned for my ability to be chipper <laughs> as fuck in the morning. I, I noticed that as you good. walked in the room this morning. Yeah, I, I did notice that. I've got two points of coffee so I'm good. Yeah, you're good now. Um, now, this is a re-recording of an interview that we did at the Business Expo Wigan last week. Now, sadly, I couldn't use the audio, but now I'm going to use the audio because I'm in a quiet room here at Launch Events. The Launch Events HQ, as I'm calling it in Atherton. The nerve center, precisely. (laughs) Um, Now, I didn't get to see your huddle, by the time I spoke to you last time, because it was prior, but now I saw your huddle at the <laughs> Business Expo again. Um, you were talking about the power of saying no, yes, which was super cool. I loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. Give us a brief
1: rundown. What is the power of saying no? And what is it about <laughs> ah, the, power, the power of saying no? Um, it's scientifically based, obviously, like everything we do. Well, generally in business, what we try and do is say yes to everything, and the yeah. idea that. The more options we have, the more opportunities we have. However, science says otherwise. Mm-hmm. The, the actual title of, of that kind of presentation is Turning Surviving into Thriving. Yes. And the cut and thrust of it is you can't thrive at everything. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is say no to more stuff. Because <laughs> if, if you're saying yes to everything, then we all, have those, we all have those customers who are more trouble than they're worth. Yeah. Yeah, say no to them. Yeah, and by saying no to more stuff, you take away all the rubbish, and then you can say yes to the stuff that actually builds your business. Yes, makes you happy. <laughs> makes you get moist. Is <laughs> what I'm trying <laughs> badly not to say. <laughs> but by by saying no to the stuff that doesn't excite you, you can say yes. You've got more time, resources, and energy available to say yes to the stuff that does excite what, you.
0: What do you think it is inbuilt
1: in us that makes us just go yes? Instantaneously. Desperation. Very. Strange. Especially in the early stages of businesses where we are generally without a very clear plan, mm. generally without a very clear brand, and generally without much of a clue about how business works yeah. because people set up businesses because they can do a job mm-hmm. rather than run a business. Yeah. And learning how to run that business yeah. is uh, takes time and yeah. energy. And what people, what people set off with is... An idea to build a job for themselves mm-hmm. rather than build a business for themselves. And they're two very, very, very different things. Very, very true.
0: Let's talk about marketing
1: briefly. Because okay. I,
0: I, I believe this podcast is called the Digital Marketing Podcast. Okay. Uh, podcast. If was you called? believe it, it's true. Exactly. Um, <laughs> if I believe something, it will become true. Um, so, party party manifesto. <laughs> if um, this current state of marketing, okay? The current state <clears throat> of marketing. <throat> okay. 30 seconds.
1: <laughs> okay. Go. Um, uh, that's, that's a pretty general question yeah. personally I believe that marketing is truth yeah. and it's marketing is fun about fundamentally understanding who you are, who your customers are, like real customers are, not with anybody, yes. but who your real customers are and then building a bridge through your values between the two groups mm-hmm. and the more clear you can be about those values to start with then the more your customers will respond to you. Professional. Yes. That's a given. Quality, that means we meet the spec of what we say we're gonna. Yes. Uh, all those traditional all those, words. Yeah, professional, creative, unique, bespoke, yes. all that kind of stuff. It's all nonsense. They're given. <laughs> but well, maybe not. Maybe not bespoke. But nobody has a bespoke business. No. So no. so what you mean is configurable at that point. And it's Believe it or not, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. You're shitting me. <laughs> I, that, not everybody's I just spat out my coffee. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And and that's I'm good with that. I actually I'm, I'm absolutely delighted with that because if people understand that they're out to start with, yeah. then it makes it easier to say no to them. They don't come on my radar, and I get to work with the people who do get me, and they're all amazing because what they want to do is. Do something true. Do something real. Do something resonant, right. and actually do something valuable for the customers. And that's what that's what I believe is the
0: thing. Rightly so. Right. I mean, that's the thing that resonates with me about you. You know, that mm-hmm. that whole um, ethos that surrounds you is is just powerful. Um, you are an Albert as well, but that's by the yes, by. Massive. <laughs> What's the biggest mistake that people make when it comes to marketing their business at the moment?
1: Marketing the business. The yeah that's a really difficult question because there are so many mistakes eh the f- one that pisses you off the one mind. that pisses me off um the notion that busy is good the notion that you have to be on all platforms all at once the notion that um, you have to spin things mm. or I mean that's not one thing but they're the the key things for me that if Martin's truth yeah telling the truth just be more fucking interesting while you do that. Nobody cares about your products. Nobody cares about your business. Really, what they care is about how your products and business make them feel when they use your stuff. Yeah. So help them understand how you can help in their terms, not about you.
0: Yes, nobody fucking cares, I suppose, is one of the key rules that people have to sort of get through to themselves is actually the message 99.9% of the time the message they are actually saying is no get it
1: exactly so what when you before you write anything before you put any kind of uh, information online read it out loud to yourself mm. and think so what yes we would like to announce that we're going to be in such and such event so what? Yeah. If there's a reason to make them go and tell people at your event we're going to be at this event and we're going to be doing a clever little dance It's yes. going to change your life forever and yeah. we're going to make you happy, that's a different thing. Which is life for yeah. you to be. Able to. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> Through all of your marketing, you need to be thinking about what's in it for your audience. Yeah. And information. Sorry, I'm doing like silent bunnies here. But um, uh, and information. Quote unquote information does not cut it. Everybody has enough information. Mm-hmm. And frankly we're very, very good at ignoring it. Yeah. Well well, when you
0: have an influx of information like we do nowadays, all the time, constantly, on our phones, you have to sort of stand out a little bit. A little,
1: well, look, well you have to pull people towards you yeah. by being by being useful, um, useful or engaging or entertaining or just damn sexy, like yourself, Thomas. Thank you very much. That's,
0: That's the one thing I've been working hard on this. <laughs> oh, <you> know,
1: <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, so if you, on oh, the information thing, if mm. on a daily basis we see about or we come into contact with about a million different bits of information a day, so that <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. if you if that was a pile if that was a pile of newspapers, that million bits of information would be a pile of broadsheet newspapers like the Times, seven and a half feet tall. Mm-hmm. Do you really think do you really think that some half arsed update about which networking event you're going to or why why your office junior is now the employee that <laughs> we is really gonna impress anybody but that junior's mum? Well, so, yes. So what you have to do is help people understand over time Mm -hmm. that um, you're useful, that you're engaging, that you're (laughs) interested by talking more about them and their problems than about you and your business. Yes. It's
0: reverse thinking about that because usually we go, this is something that we can talk about, I'm going to put this out and hopefully people will care where you should be going, the backwards of that.
1: Exactly. And this is kind of one of the... To take back to the point where you said before that, you don't have to be on all the platforms. Yes. The platform that you have to be on is the one your customers are on. Yes, where they are. And you don't have to... I mean, there's so much shit information on the internet about, um, well, you need to post 15 times a day. (laughs) Bollocks. Well, you need to be on Facebook three times a day. Bollocks. So all this kind of rubbish rubbish stuff about kind of top of mind, top of mind, top of mind. Top A, there's two different types of top of mind. Yes. There is top of mind recall, Mm -hmm. which is... um, First person to think about. Mm. However, Nigel Farage is a, exam- a fantastic God. example of that. We <coughs> all know who he is. Yeah. He's on question time all the time. Yeah. We can name him, we can pick him out of things, but nobody has ever voted for him no. as an MP. Seven different, seven different general elections he's lost. Mm. Seven. Mm-hmm. And despite the fact that if you were to name a politician, as, can you name a politician in the country, he'd be one of the top three answers. Yeah. So top of mind, recall doesn't mean anything. No. Okay, so what you're after is top of mind choice yes Yes. Yeah, so what you want and that is built on a valuable valuable relationship where you have a value match and people understand um, the value that you can create and the relationship you have with them yeah now which, that,
0: which takes a lot of sort of foundation building you have to really really start to go back to basics about your business and start thinking this is who I am or who we are and yeah. this is what we do and this is what I want to provide value for you have to really start breaking it down
1: yes and then talk about your customers yes which people do know. If you're talking about you, then... Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. cares. <laughs> nobody cares. The, um, the, the th- great, good to know your business brands, mm-hmm. good to know your business values, good to know all of that kind of stuff. But the person you should be focusing on, the person you should be concentrating on, the person you should be talking about are your customers. Yes. Because when, if you think about the stuff that we look for online, okay, um, we don't... Apart from Paul, obviously. When, 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 you, when, when you're searching for stuff on, online, we're not searching for information about anything other than us. Yes. How do I solve my problems? How do I have fun? How do I do this? Where, where can I go to do X, Y, and Z? It's yes. all about yourself. Yes. Right? And business think what can we tell them about us yeah. there's a value there's a value mismatch there mm-hmm. if I'm looking for me and you're talking about you mm-hmm. then your message isn't going to resonate now talk about your customers yes and the more you talk about them and their problems and the solution to their problems and all of the stuff that goes with that the more likely they are to aid find you via search mm-hmm. and care once they do Fun.
0: that's fantastic it's, it, it is you make it sound so simple but I'm well it is um, it's a changing of mindset. I think is, is usually the biggest challenge that yeah. you, you probably find on you know when you're working with businesses and, and other people when you're going through that process. Speaking of which, speaking of it. how do you you know how, what are you doing at the moment to help uh, businesses and stuff like that too? Change that mindset. What have you got
1: coming up? What have I got coming up? Well, um, currently I'm, I'm in. I'm in the studio, darling. <laughs> Currently, I'm, I'm shooting a, a new product called Marketing Hero, mm. which is the nuts and bolts of how you put, how you discover your brand or clarify your brand, how you plan a campaign, how you manage to find enough time to do things, because it's never about time, it's always about conflicting priorities. Yes. Um, so that Marketing Hero, we're in the studio at the moment with Workshop Media in, uh, in Lancaster. We're Amazing. shooting Yeah, they're, they're lovely people. Um, excuse me so we're, we're currently shooting that at the moment that's due for launch early next year then I've got um, then I've got I am lost to say this but my best work ever I'm so proud of this in uh, launching towards summer next year called uh, Content Hero which is using the psychological principles of influence to Make your content not shit. Okay. The, <laughs> <stop laughing> you. Because <laughs> yeah. the, the whole the whole point, if it, it's based on this kind of the thinking that if marketing exists to influence people, mm-hmm. and it does, yes, and the science of influence exists, mm-hmm. which it does. Mm-hmm. Why isn't more content based around the scientific principles of influence?
0: Which is very true if you think about it. From, from my work in, in marketing and stuff like that, we focus a lot on tools and we focus a lot on this platform and that platform and all that kind of stuff. But actually the psychology element is something you don't learn about.
1: Marketing, it's not about fucking buttons. No. This is the thing. It's not about platforms. <laughs> it's not about tools. It's, um,
0: Which is where this bullshit marketing comes exactly. from. You know, all this content that you get on the internet, you scroll through Twitter, and it's
1: like you need to post
0: this this many times on Twitter a day. That's where the bullshit comes from. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And if you do post rubbish, then yeah, posting more rubbish makes you more notable. Yeah. For good or ill. <laughs> yes. But if you're posting valuable message that applies to your customers, mm-hmm. that if that will give them value, then. And this is a bit of a long-term thing, but they will, in time, find you, build a relationship with yeah. you, and then you will be their top-of-mind choice, choice. Yes. when they do want something that you're actually selling. And you know when they want to buy something from you because they ask. Yes. Because they ask. So <laughs> you don't have to do any sales at that point. And admittedly, I mean, this is a long-term plan. So, um, so yeah, marketing is psychology. Yeah. stat. Mm-hmm. There's um, all, marketer, all marketers should think of themselves as... A combination between psychologists and journalists, mm-hmm. and um, if you use the the principles of psychology, uh, principles of the psychology of influence properly, then you will see your content massively increase in engagement and uh, conversion. Well, that sounds
0: fucking amazing. And I can't wait for the summer of next year. Hopefully I can get you back on. We can talk a little bit more in detail about it um, and chat about it because it sounds fucking awesome. Neil Simpson, it's been an absolute fucking pleasure. I've wanted you on the podcast for so fucking long and finally, finally, it's happened. So thank you so much. Thanks, Don. It's been a delight. (laughs) There we go. That is the fantastic Neil Simpson. Thank you so much for Neil taking the time out to talk to me onto the podcast. I wanted to have him on the show for so long. The opportunity finally came around. Um, he was everything that I expected him to be. I can't wait to have him back on in the future because I want to dig deep into you know certain areas. Content is obviously something that he's focusing on at the moment. I want to talk about content because he's absolutely right in what he says. You can't just write content for content's sake, okay? You have to have a purpose. You have to have a reason. And you have to do it right, okay? And, um... He's going to be developing this content school, which is awesome. Uh, I do recommend, if you haven't already, to go and check it out uh, and see if you can get attending. Um, so, yeah, it's it's something that I want to talk to him a bit more closely about, so hopefully we'll have him back on the show. The very sometimes controversial Neil Simpson, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of them this time, any questions, queries, or feedback about the show. So don't forget, you can get in t- uh, touch with the, pod, uh, the Punkcast by emailing us at punkcast at dmpunk.co. UK. Also, you can connect with me across all social media. Find me on Facebook on facebook.com/forward/slash I am DM Punk, or on Twitter I am DM Punk, or on Instagram I am DM Punk. Are you getting the uh, the pattern here? Also, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search for Digital Marketing Punk, and my lovely, beautiful face will show up. Um, It would be great if you haven't done so already to subscribe to the Digital Marketing Podcast. Uh, If you really like the show, then you can help me out and show your appreciation by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It's not called iTunes anymore, people. It's called Apple Podcasts. So you can give us a five-star review. It will really, really help me out. And I hope you will join me on the next episode of the Digital Marketing Podcast. I will see you there.